0: I'm an old, broken-down piece of meat, and I'm alone. You stupid
1: fucking blackmouth! Take a stand! Bitch, bitches, <laughs> leave! Enough! Take a stand! stand. bitches, leave! Enough!
0: Take a stand together. Hey team! Welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about movies and TV. We are live from the the chill zone. <laughs> Hell yeah! Sick. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, we got some dope new sound effects. It's all happening over here.
1: Yeah, we uh, we need more sound effects. I think that was just the first one that came to mind, mm. and Sam whipped it up real quick because he's a talented guy.
0: Yeah. If any turkey heads have an idea of like a really quick little thing that would spice the show up, like real quick, like two right. second little
1: sweeper yeah, type thing, less than five seconds, really. Mm. If anything, less than three, because like, if it's like 10 seconds, like I have some of my sound effects that are painfully long and mm. they, they chop the show in half Yeah, and that like is sort of the bit of them, but can't do it too often.
0: Yeah. That uh, the Workaholics Guys podcast called This is Important. They have some good drops. They have the like the Ricky Gervais, are You Having a Laugh. That's a good one. <clears throat> and a bunch of other ones where I was like, I want to steal all these. We need these. Some of mine are stolen
1: ideas. <laughs> I won't say which. Ooh. I'm your ass out. That is all, all me. You stand yes.
0: me. I mean, week's top story. Folks, White Boy Summer, the Chet Hanks anthem, was released the other day. It's here. (laughs) Folks,
1: it's here. We've been waiting for weeks for White Boy Summer, Yes, and here it is. I got almost canceled from Instagram because of this fucking song. It sounds loud, but it'll...
0: Yeah, or maybe I mean, he's got the bit of the summer Now the song of the summer to match it I feel like it is crazy loud It just, it
1: comes through, trust me It, uh I already killed it Three days later I already played it like six times
0: You've been listening to this shit on repeat?
1: I listened to it too many times
0: I've only heard it a couple times It's still great yeah, for like a bit a bit song that's, you know, two minutes long. It's fun.
1: He's leaning into the fact that people are calling him problematic for
0: saying white with the Stop Hate merchandise. Church. That's church, man. I need a, a Chet Hanks, Vin Diesel collab. I think they'd sound good on a track together. This is I mean,
1: hard to talk over. I was going to play another 30 seconds of it, but... He, I'm wondering. Like,
0: Pokes think about like.
1: Think chat. about like Cardi B. She started out as a bit on Snapchat with like ridiculous hot takes and like goofy videos. This was like six years ago.
0: Mm. She still is a bit to me, but people take her. Pretty she has seriously. Grammys now for yeah. whatever reason,
1: <laughs> and she isn't not talented, but um, she some and then out of nowhere there was albums and then movies and now she's one of the highest grossing female hip hop artists who has ever lived Mm. female pop whatever that's so i'm wondering is that what's going to happen with chet is (laughs) are we going to wake up one day and he's going to have a multi-platinum album and like the whole being tom hanks's son is a distant memory and like him being a joke is a distant memory i noticed that he's drinking again He's back. He's doing drinking and weed again. I saw him chugging a beer on his Instagram, which he was famously sober like a year ago. Mm. And he's a, he relapsed. And I'm wondering, Chet, if you're listening, I'm here for you.
0: Yeah, I think it's... I just had a flash of like that thing you do, where it's Tom Hanks shepherding a young artist in their hit new single, To Stardom, only it's Chet and the White Boy Summer song.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Wow. Let's get that reboot cooking. I mean...
1: I feel like Tom probably doesn't talk to him much. We'd have to really work to get them in a room together.
0: But White Boy Summer is on the level of... Uh, what's the that, the that Thing You Do song? Why can't I think of it now? It's like the greatest song ever written. Is it... Oh, yeah. It's the the title track, That Thing You Do. I was going to say, I
1: yeah. think it's the... <laughs> I think it's just that. I sound so foolish.
0: But yeah, that song rocks, and... I want Tom Hanks' character to lead Chet to I can't superstar. clap on rhythm at all. Or maybe he could take this song and do, like, a rap remix of it.
1: That'd be sick, yeah.
0: That would be With fire, With, like, actually. DMX
1: and 50 Cent.
0: Oh, shit, man. I'd fucking feature on that shit. No fucking problem, man. Shit. Yeah? Fuck, shit. If I were live, I would too! What? Shit, man. Chet, you're on another fucking level. I fucking...
1: Chet, it's dark and hell is hot.
0: Shit, man. Church. Shit, church man. I'm also a church guy. Church. Chet, you're
1: an honorary black guy. How many (laughs) points did I lose for that? (laughs) And this voice.
0: (laughs) There's no crying in baseball trying to reiterate read. Read that Tom Hanks is still here. I couldn't think of a better line to give him.
1: I feel like if we're going to do Tom Hanks, we might as well roll right into a Toy Story story. Ooh, love that. They are actually, I don't know if it's Disney affiliated or if it's just some weird Japanese guy, but I guess there's a Toy Story hotel opening in Japan. Wow. And the creator is quoted to say, saying, I want you to feel like you're stepping into a world of toys. I mean... And I think he's definitely a pedophile.
0: <laughs> Sounds like quite a visionary idea. Calling the the help desk. There's a snake in my room. There's that was something. good.
1: I almost spit my
0: Snapple out. He likes it. The cheap stuff. Reach for the sky. Yes. I'm trying to think of other Toy Story To funds. infinity and beyond. Yes. Is Tim Allen here? Huh? Even though he's... He's been, uh... Canceled voice wise. Chris Evans is the new Buzz Lightyear in that turkey that'll come out in like two years. I love years. them
1: explaining that it's origin story of Buzz Lightyear, the character, not the toy. Mm. And we're supposed to give a fuck. Yeah, like,
0: like, oh, thank goodness it's canon. Like, ah, oh, that makes sense. Now, yep, that I gotta see.
1: I mean, we will definitely see it. I can see that eking onto Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. Like, and doing very well numbers wise. I'm sure people love Chris Evans, and the I think of all the to, of all the Disney movies, the Toy Stories
0: are my favorite. I think they're, they're great. They're I like the
1: first and the second one the most.
0: Three and four also very strong. Mm. I mean, we got any birthdays we want to talk about this we week? We have a few. I saw that Seth Rogen has his birthday the other day. <laughs> I'm 39. Whoa. I had some weed. Um,
1: Glenn Howerton from Always Sunny in Philadelphia is 45. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is 43. Oh. Abigail lovely. Breslin is 24. Hi. Anthony Michael Hall is 52.
0: Wow. I thought he was older than that. Uh,
1: Interesting. N- yeah. Uh, Jet Travolta, John Travolta's dead son, would have been 29.
0: Wow, very tastelessly Mm. snuck in there.
1: (laughs) Perhaps we could ask him, John, how's your dead son?
0: Oh my God! Uh, Good face-off reference, even though that was very tasteless.
1: Jonathan Brandis also uh, had a birthday this week, Mm. and he committed suicide, but he would have been 45. Wow. And we have a big enough exclusive... Birth announcement, birth and name announcement, big deal. I'm going to stop the music for it. Big. Our friend of the show, super turkey head, Sean Parsons had his second son on... April 15th, that was yesterday, early in the morning. His name yes. is Rowan Christopher Parsons. So- Reveal.
0: Congratulations. That's a big reveal. Turkey nation Life is is, great. is rippling there. I feel like- Slovakia is, they just dropped their whatever they drink over big there. Big
1: deal. So Sean, you're a father of two, and I'm hoping you have time to track back through and re-listen to all 116 episodes of the pod now that you're going to be up at night with your young men.
0: Yeah. I you like know, how he said that he listens. He listens to the pod with his firstborn son often. So I like the idea of his mm. children hearing our voices and our yammering as they uh, go yeah, through think, their formative years.
1: I think that's a good way to warm them up to be the third and fourth Mike and Hell become yeah. you know guys Turquoise. just like us for the rest of their lives.
0: Little turkey boys, you love mm. to see it. I suggested he name his son vin Mm,
1: vin parsons
0: sounds dope rolls right right off the tongue sounds fucking dope right (laughs) i live my life a quarter mile at a time i assume he named it after rowan atkinson mr bean definitely yeah i mean
1: that was my first thought but you know who's what's another rowan um Oh, I'm thinking of uh, Rowan Farrow. Oh no, that's Ronan. that's Ronan. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking of. But mm. it's, but yeah, they don't share a name. Ronan is different. Anyway, congratulations, Sean and Sabrina, and yes. welcome to the show, Rowan. He's in. Look forward to your first call. Ooh. Um. What else you got? I got a few more things.
0: I mean, birthdays, death days. Oh boy, folks, a bright light has gone out. We lost Bernie Madoff this week. Hank's been all torn up about it (laughs) all goddamn week. Oh, Darth Vader's here. Say some words about Bernie Madoff. Bernie. (laughs) Wow.
1: Now that you're in hell with me, I need my money back.
0: Yes. (laughs) Do you have a, a bad deal with Bernie, Darth? You and Nicolas Cage both got got by Bernie? He was supposed to help me finance the second Death Star. Ah. And he walked away with millions. Is that why it was (sighs) unfinished and uh, susceptible to Lando Calrissian's uh, lasers? Yes. In Return of the Jedi? It's all
1: Bernie's fault. I
0: see. I had a feeling. No! There Darth goes again. Uh, Jesus, Chewie. (laughs) (laughs) The whole gang is fucking roaring back. (laughs)
1: I don't really care for Bernie Madoff, Master Hoops. Oh, Jesus.
0: C3PO.
1: I'm still gay. That's all I got for the fucking Star Wars (laughs) corner. I don't know why I chose to do it with Bernie Madoff, but I laughed pretty hard at his death. And then I had the thought, the fact that nobody picked this like 83-year-old under the most amount of stress possible like no way he's healthy guy in jail whose whole life is like crumbled before him Mm. in the death pool is beyond me like that's such a good pick and i know you tried to do that with bill cosby and it failed true because he's thriving
0: he's gonna die any day now he's like a blind lunatic but i think bernie madoff just got like lost in the shuffle he was out of the public eye for a while that Robert De Niro HBO movie faded from everyone's memory.
1: What was the other one? Cod was talking about the one that was like an ABC original yeah, with, with Richard
0: Dreyfus. Yeah. It's like Fuck. no one on Christ. earth besides you watched That this. sick freak.
1: God. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of older aging criminal celebrities are going down. And I, you're probably right. Cosby's got to go. I think Weinstein will be dead before Bill Cosby. I mean, Weinstein literally just lost his fourth tooth of the week. They're just falling out of his head.
0: Yeah, I love that now that he doesn't have like a rich team of scientists keeping him alive, he's in jail and he's literally like crumbling to pieces, losing all his teeth. There were some other bullet points to it. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. It's more
1: than that. Yeah, I think he's having like all kinds of like
0: sleep issues. And like there's just a litany of
1: things happening to Harvey Weinstein. And I think he was trying to get himself extradited from prison because he's so uncomfortable, and I think everybody just sort of said no. Yeah.
0: Nice try, bucko.
1: And speaking of deaths, Joseph Siravo, a.k.a. Johnny Soprano from The Sopranos, Tony's father, has passed away as well. What the fuck? A lot of people did not remember who he was. I had to be told who he was,
0: but... I know I felt like a rookie people posted a yeah. picture like this sopranos actor died. I was like, I don't know who this is. I feel like a he's in like, like, like fucking all over here. the flashbacks with young Tony and young Uncle Jr and I'm a fucking jadro. I mean that many saints in Newark it comes in a few months that'll be a good featured review. Mm. I look forward to not
1: enjoying it with you.
0: <laughs> I got a decent feeling about it. I hope so. We got some Indiana Jones news. If I could take you down to uh, the Indiana Jones corner. Phoebe Waller-Bridge has been cast as the female lead in the new movie that's going to be directed by James Mangold. Who did uh, Logan, Walk the Line, Ford vs. Ferrari. He's like a hit maker. So I got him doing this. I'm into this. I'm a big Phoebe Waller-Bridge fan. I like her. Yeah, she's British. She's Who is Indiana
1: Jones? Did you just say it? Is she like a female Indiana Jones? She's just, I know nothing about this universe. She's
0: just playing like the female lead in the movie. Okay. Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. and Wait, doing still? The home- oh, yeah. Okay. Near 80 years old. It was like a joke when he came back for the fourth one 14 years ago. And now it's like, dude, what are you going to be doing in this movie? <laughs> I can imagine the
1: body doubles and the green screen, and it's it's going to be laughable. But yeah. okay.
0: and You want to sneak that in before he dies? Go for it. Unfortunately, it looks like Mud Williams is not going to be a part of this fifth entry. Is that Shia? That's Shia. I'm I a think big Mud Williams supporter. I think supporter. he's done, huh? Yeah. Like nothing again? He's, yeah, I think they're just doing like a clean sweep. And it's weird that what did he beat up Sia or something and F K Twigs? Yeah, he has a bunch of right. scandalous.
1: He has like three or four incidents. Like he he somehow survived the like getting drunk and high and arrested and like fighting people. Years he made yeah. his way through that and made a few like awesome movies that got Oscar buzz. Yeah, like you're- like Honey Boy and um, Peanut Butter Falcon and like a couple other. True. Home run, even like pieces of a woman was really good. Yeah. And then bang, there's like three, four, five women came forward, and Shia's getting killed.
0: He's too much of a wild card, and his career's been too long. Like, yeah, he's just had too much stuff. Like, it was going to happen eventually.
1: That's a shame. I'm a huge Shia fan. I hope that it's not true and that we come through it. I love him. I think he's outstanding in everything.
0: It'd be funny if Phoebe Waller Bridge was just playing Mutt Williams in this movie. They just do like a, a woke recast. Like a S- Zack
1: Snyder's Army of the Dead with fucking uh, Tig Nataro. Yeah, exactly. That I'm annoyed that that is coming out the way that it is and that they literally just superimposed her over Christalia in every scene. Mm. And this is something I thought of the other day. Like, when are we going to get the Dalia cut of this mm. movie? It's just four by three, black and white. 240-minute long, only Dalia version of Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead.
0: Yeah, you've joined the resistance, and you're all about the release the Snyder Cut hashtag. Mm. But you're talking about the D'Elia cut of Army of right. the Dead, not uh, Justice
1: League. No, Justice League is was good, sure, yeah. but I need the D'Elia cut.
0: We're on to the next Snyder Cut.
1: Just D'Elia doing like little baby voices and being silly for four and a half hours.
0: It's a cute. And also Mads Mikkelsen has been cast in Indiana Jones 5. Who's that again? He's this guy. He was like Hannibal. Oh, Hannibal yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and he was in Another Round. Another Round, yeah. Which uh, we watched a few weeks ago. Very enjoyable movie on Hulu, if you haven't seen it.
1: That has Oscar buzz as well, I believe.
0: Yeah, it's up for a couple things, like director Best, and such. Uh director, I but believe. He's good casting. As soon as I read this, I could like hear in my head him going, Dr. Jones. Like...
1: He's the bad guy, I'm imagining. Yeah, he's yeah. kind
0: of the, he was a Bond villain. He's the bad guy in Doctor Strange. He's a good side. Yeah, he's like a go-to yeah. for blockbuster villain work.
1: Did you see that uh, the restaurant Casa Bonita, that is uh, in an episode of one of my <laughs> favorite uh, no episodes of South Park, is going out of business in real life?
0: Oh, man, I'm so sad.
1: So I'm wondering, do we want to swoop in buy Casa Bonita and use it as enough studios West? Whoa, sounds dope. Send us an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com if you are willing to finance this. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Cod.
0: I'd love to do the show from any sort of like a bitwise location studio.
1: Every week we have to get on a plane Friday afternoon and fly to Colorado. Hey, that's what it takes. You get a couple hours back in the air. That's the upside. Yeah. It's like a five-hour flight, but you gain two. Ooh, in on that. So it's really only three hours. If we leave at two, we're there by five in the studio done excuse me um unfortunately theater news pacific and ArcLight theaters will not reopen following the pandemic according to the company the ArcLight is the famous dome hollywood theater that was featured in uh once upon a time in hollywood yep and is literally the coolest place to see a movie and it's such a bummer
0: did you go there when you were in yeah. la Yeah, it's it's like the theater. Yeah, A couple of times. And yeah, because it's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, everyone online is like, "Why doesn't Quentin Tarantino just buy it, or one of these other rich directors?" He already
1: did that with the Beverly Cinema, so
0: it's pretty much like falling on him to buy it. Everyone's just like, "Yeah,
1: what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing?" I mean, he could, and maybe he will, but it's yeah. a shame. At least just by the arc, the dome part, because that's fucking... It's very cool. It's like an omni-theater,
0: sort yeah. of, but it doesn't... I don't know how to describe it. It's just great. And it's... Arclight's one of, like, the nice theater chains yeah. isn't that nice theater we used to go to sometimes wasn't that no. an arc light
1: the arc in boston actually ironically enough it opened literally in like january of 2020 Oh, okay. in boston in the garden area like it's you know like how that whole Beautiful the timing. causeway they call it it's like there's a condo complex and then our apartments and it's yeah. all connected to the garden mm. it's that theater is right there i went to it um It was nice and clean inside. I saw Ford versus Ferrari there with Lucy before uh, the pandemic hit. Upside, uh, it's like a movie person's theater. The arc lights are all, they have that feel. Downside, the seats weren't great in the the theater we sat in. And the parking over there is non-existent. So unless you want to Uber to the theater and you live right in the city, Like, don't bother. Because, like, if there was... I think there was, like, a... Literally, there was a Jonas Brothers concert going on. So, Mm. parking was $80. Oh. So, it's It's like, okay, we're not going to park here. So, we parked across the street for, like, $25 and then walked. And it just... It was cold and... I don't know. Whole thing. Whole thing. And the bathrooms are very far away from the theater. And as you know, I like to tinkle
0: mid-movie. But I thought this was surprising. I feel like we're, like, getting... Towards like the end of or towards the light in the tunnel, whatever you say. And now they're like, we're closing. It's like, aren't theaters like popping back? You're closing. What are you doing?
1: I think that the theaters that will thrive through this are the really small ones, and then like AMC, who got a bailout, and then like anybody in between is toast.
0: Yeah. So we'll be at AMC
1: for all our movies going forward. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: although they're they're okay. They're fine. They're whatever.
1: The ones in the city aren't great. The, I like the Braintree one, and there's a good, there's a really good AMC in Dartmouth near my dad's. So, fucking
0: Dartmouth. Um, this was a fucked up headline. Ryan Reynolds and John Krasinski are set to star in an untitled film Boo. that will release in November 2023. Krasinski will also direct. <laughs> It is expected to follow a man who can see and talk to people's imaginary friends, and he must stop the ones that get forgotten and turn evil. Folks, have you ever wanted to watch something less in your entire life? Someone had a great tweet. They, like, quote-tweeted this story, and then it was just like, this is a terror threat.
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, you showed me that. That was, like, right after we finished the show last week.
0: Yeah. Like, Ryan Ugh. Reynolds and John Krasinski. What a terrible duo. Maybe the worst duo fathomable. Like, I mean, they're both just, like, smug, annoying guys who get too much work and have, like, total babes for wives. Get out of here.
1: Enough. Which one do you like more? I'm going to say Krasinski. But I hate The Fucking Office sometimes. And I don't even hate The Office. I just hate The Office. Yeah, and, I get, and if you're listening to this show, you get it.
0: I guess I like Krasinski more. I really can't stand Ryan Reynolds's whole shtick. He's like never-ending Deadpool, smarmy. I think this
1: whole movie is just going to be them both glancing at the camera and then each other (laughs) and then wondering if there's a fifth wall for them to break.
0: It's just them like a never-ending, they're looking at a mirror with a wall behind.
1: Just a loop. That's good. Uh, Speaking of celebrity news, Macaulay Culkin, friend of the show, and Mm. Brenda Song, also friend of the show, had a baby. Interesting. So congratulations. Big week for babies. Baby.
0: I didn't know they were a couple. They are. She's actually, she's in the social network. Mm-hmm. She plays like his crazy girlfriend. She's yeah, really yeah. good in that.
1: She was also in Dollface on Hulu, which I Ooh. watched every episode of. and I have and no idea how, but it's kind of great.
0: I watched a couple episodes. I, like I don't that. like Kat Dennings. She's okay. She's got those big and heavies, which can't be ignored. <sighs>
1: they do everything they can to subdue her 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 large breasts throughout Dollface. Like you barely see them. You see them more on Fucking Two Broke Girls, which is an NBC show.
0: It's probably a thing like when they're on display, it like raises the show a rating. It like takes it from T V PG to TV fourteen, like just having her powerful cleavage on display. It's
1: probably kind of obnoxious to have to walk around with that all the time.
0: Mm. Yeah, she's probably tired of being talked about in this way sorry cat we know you're a turkey head Mm.
1: we're here in the sympathizing for a woman with oversized breasts (laughs) corner
0: yes this is a great corner
1: uh speaking of corners mind if i jet on down to the sports corner yes i haven't done it in a couple of weeks and i have a few sports stories Mm. interesting big sporto. all right Um. then i've been gone for a while but i'm back i still have a dick i hope you do too get it out Okay, it's out. Hideki Matsuyama wins the Masters with a groundbreaking performance. Wow. And actor Kevin James will be playing the Saints coach Sean Payton. Yes. In an upcoming Netflix movie about Bounty Gate, which I don't know what that is, but it sounds interesting. Yes. Stay tuned to Enough the Podcast next week for more sports, more men, more dicks. All action, <laughs> all the time. Sports Corner. Huge. Ryan Sports Corner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just in case you forgot.
1: The little at the end is my favorite part. It's big.
0: I mean, full reveal, I was going to do a Scotty Sports Corner with that Kevin James story. I didn't know you also had Were you it. really? I was. Oh, I
1: was, I was all in on that story.
0: I know. I mean, folks might remember, I've been waiting for Kevin James's dramatic turn for years. And I'm glad he's finally you know, he's in like something of a biopic playing this he nfl did a, guy uh, that people know about. Yeah, he
1: dipped his toe into the pool with Becky last year. Yeah. Which we loved. Oh yeah. And he, and I think I own it, so maybe I'll watch that again. And now here he is with Bounty Gate, which I think is a Bounty story Gate. about them like paying college players or something. Some <laughs> sports fans probably laughing He's I think they were like illegally paying people to get them to come to the team. You having a laugh? I don't know. It's not like they, I don't really know how that works. And then I have another sports story too. Aside, but
0: I mean, I'm just we're waiting for Paul Blood Three. But in the meantime, I like to see right. Kevin James stretching his uh, his chops.
1: I think he's good. Yeah, it'll be all right. I could see this being like a Moneyball kind of movie.
0: Where I was thinking the exact same yeah. thing, Moneyball, like. Maybe Kevin James will get an Oscar nomination. Maybe a win, folks.
1: Who knows? I love to see underdogs win Oscars, and it happens so seldomly now. Mm. It's always just like the heavy hitters.
0: And it would be funny if he won one before Adam Sandler, after his whole, like, how much he wanted to get nominated and it didn't happen. That'd be amazing.
1: I don't see Sandler doing another Oscar-worthy performance for a long time.
0: I mean, I heard they're making Hubie Halloween too, so you're going to be Ooh, eating right. your words. In a... He said
1: it himself on Stern. He was like, if you don't nominate me for the Oscar for this movie, I'm just going to make crap for the next 10 years. He literally said Zab-a-doo. it himself. And he has that big deal with Netflix where they're just going to churn out like fifty first dates or whatever it is, again, with Jennifer Aniston. Zab-a-doo. But- the other sports news, Stallone, Sylvester oh, Stallone, hey. who, by the way, did not, this is a retraction, he did not join mar a He was only there for dinner. And he's very mad that that story was
0: out. I, I apologize mean, I, to I you. I can't s- believe everyone thinks I'm a Trump guy. It's Sly is in
1: studio. I'm glad so you're ridiculous. here, Sly. I wanted to apologize hey. personally hey. for saying that about you. I know you yeah. are a Democrat.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: What about this Rocky <laughs> Four director's cut? I heard it's ready.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, we're working on that. It's gonna be good. Yeah, what is the story with that again? He
1: made a director's cut of Rocky IV, and it's the 36 year anniversary, which means Ooh. something, I guess. But they're releasing it, I think, on VOD.
0: I remember. Which
1: is great because it's the best Rocky.
0: I know he wants to take the robot out of one of them. There's like a robot sidecar and one the of the third Rocky one. Movies. Yeah. I guess he wants to do a cut that takes the robot out. And everyone's like, we love the robot. The robot, the robot
1: <laughs> is bad, but I'm still in.
0: Hey, the robot. It's
1: a little is it the th- now I'm questioning myself. Rocky heads. I think it's the third one.
0: And I also saw a story recently that uh, on the set of Rocky 4, Stallone told Dolph Lundgren to hit him as hard as he can. And then he did. And Stallone was hospitalized for like two weeks. And they had to shut down the movie
1: that's very funny
0: yeah it was just i'd never heard I want that. you to hit me as
1: hard as you can
0: yeah like he's trying to be the cool tough guy like hit me as hard as you can i want the authenticity and then he gets decked and is like near death did he have a glove on too i think so fuck yeah. me yeah dolph was just he was so off. juiced
1: up in the 80s it was insane he, he was, was a monster yeah good for him um speaking of
0: monsters and we all love mo- we all love Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Entourage D tracks, anybody? He's in. <laughs> they
1: have been deleting quietly, I should say. Spotify has been quietly deleting quote unquote controversial episodes of the Joe Rogan experience. Wow. Like any episode featuring Crystalia has, I think, been scrubbed. Jamie, Although, I think that up. everybody's been deleting their D'Elia episodes except the fighter and the kid. I typed his name into Spotify podcasts. Nothing came up except his own. Yeah,
0: he's just been deleted from history. People
1: like, oh, God, I got to get him out of here. <laughs> Why don't we have D'Elia on? I wouldn't have a problem with that.
0: He had a funny post the other day. He took a picture of some poster out in the world that said, like, you are loved. With just like, And then him making a face like, hmm, like, am I? I was like, that's a good bit
1: he's having fun
0: with how disliked he is by everyone at this moment yeah you have to laugh at it
1: otherwise it's you just what you kill yourself what's the alternative
0: yeah did you see that bong joon ho says he wakes up at 5 a.m and watches a movie almost every day bong joon ho is the director of parasite and a bunch of other dope i thought that was just you and me that did that i know right Morning movies.
1: I'm a huge morning movie guy.
0: I felt so seen when I saw this. I was like, Bong, my guy.
1: Well, it's a great time to watch a movie because if you live with somebody, typically they're still asleep. Mm. And when I watch a movie with Lucy, I either have to lean into it and do the like, I really, really want to watch this card. Or I have to find something that we're both going to enjoy. Yeah. And... Don't
0: even talk to me until I've had my movie. <laughs>
1: right. It's easy to just, you. I wake up super early. If I can't go back to sleep, I make a coffee. I come down the zone mm. and I fire up. Like the other day I did like some dumb, I don't even remember what it was, but it's just like, it's peaceful and you're more focused because it's not nighttime. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like in the morning, that's when I'm like at my best. I can like concentrate yeah. on something the most.
1: We should start doing the show at six o'clock in the morning. I'm down. I'd probably
0: be so fresh. Think about how crisp
1: we'd be. I'm crisp right now because I took a nap. Whenever I get a nap in before the show, that's when you know it's...
0: The chill zone. (laughs) Hell yeah. Speaking of chill zone stuff, Steve Urkel actor Jaleel White has returned and he's launching a cannabis brand called Purple Urkel. Urkel's back, and he smokes weed now. Folks. Uh,
1: uh, did I do
0: that? <laughs> huh. Hey, Carl. Got any weed? Go home,
1: go home, go home.
0: <laughs> Steve, go home. You're too high. I'm gay in real life. <laughs> Reginaldville Johnson, we know you're a turkey head. Love you, miss. I you. suck dick. <laughs> Carl. Problematic. Carl, that's crazy. No, but I was... I've been thinking about Urkel as of late. I was wondering when he was going to come (laughs) back. Just
1: casually thinking (laughs) about Urkel?
0: (laughs) It's a thing that I do. (laughs) And I saw this headline. Urkel weed? It's not... Ooh. Hey, Carl. I want to go on tour with the Oneeders, That was an accident,
1: but I think we should roll with it.
0: Steve, you can't sing! (laughs) I don't even know why you're here! Get out of my house! Carl... I'm so high that I become Stefan Arkell, and I can lead the Oneaters. It'll be dope.
1: Let's go downstairs into that machine that turns you into a cool guy and see if I can become a nerd.
0: Yes. Oh, those are the best episodes of that show.
1: <laughs> when, nerd, Carl.
0: Yeah. When any when anyone steps into that machine, you know that show's cooking with gas.
1: I'm gonna keep that thing you do in our list of. It's a funny song to fucking bail out to. And to be honest, I don't even know. I think Family Matters ended and it just cut right to that, which is kind of perfect. It's the best kind of song because it's funny and good. Mm, It's very good, yeah. I used to go to the gym with the guy that plays the jerk who likes who's dating Liv Tyler Mm. in that movie with the sullen face. I can't remember his name. Tom Everett Scott. Tom Everett Scott was on the elliptical on his BlackBerry a lot. Wow. Just as a... As an aside from 2013.
0: Yeah, he's hateable because of how he treated Liv in that movie. Mm, he, specifically. Was a,
1: he seemed like a dick in real life. He would just go on the elliptical for like 45 minutes on his BlackBerry the entire time just doing emails. <laughs> Boo. I never approached him. I never approached anyone in the gym. I used to see Joel McHale, Ooh. him, Dice... Oh, I always used to, I'd see dice and my heart would start racing. And I'd be like, one of these days I'm going to approach him and give him like, an I'm over here now. I
0: was just just going to say him, like every time he moves to a new area of the gym, (laughs) he just goes, I'm over here now. And
1: I used to see Ron Perlman in the locker room and I saw him nude a few times, or at least in his undies. And it was, it was odd to say the least, to see like, oh, that's the guy from Sons of Anarchy and Hellboy, and here he is nude with a very 56-year-old man's body.
0: Yeah, what is Hellboy packing?
1: I didn't see his D.I. I haven't seen any celebrity D.I.s, unfortunately, (laughs) beyond the silver screen.
0: You you like eking into the showers to get a look at that? Let me have a look. At that Perlman piece? Let's see it from the side. Nice side dong. Those are some great gym run-ins, though. Those are like the guys you would expect to see at a gym in Hollywood. David
1: Crumholtz, Yeah, like He all was the... a big
0: one. Oh, Crumholtz! I,
1: I bumped into Ike Barinholtz once. Oh, interesting. Like, literally, my shoulder collided with him and was,
0: excuse me, excuse me. I like him. Nice That's guy, good. yeah. And Crumholtz, I like all those guys you just mentioned. Remember
1: Crumholtz failed CBS sitcom that I can't remember the name of- was it's called say, like businessmen or something. I was going to say which one. There was one several. one big one that everybody, I think he was like, I remember watching that get canceled. And I used to see Crumholtz at the gym, like with his trainer in a good mood. And he looked, he had a fairly normal physique mm. that got canceled. And like, I didn't see him for a while. And then when I started seeing him again, he'd gained like 80 pounds. Yeah.
0: On the deuce. He was like a crazy yeah. fat guy.
1: So maybe he got fat for the deuce, and maybe he was just pissed and depressed. I don't know.
0: I Actually, I heard him on some pod once. I think he's just a wild fluctuator. He was telling a story about how, like, whatever show he was working on went with the fact that he had lost or gained a bunch of weight. Like, it wasn't part of the plan. That, uh... Yeah, like Some classy actors do it on purpose. Other ones are like, I, I'm like, really fat now. Can I still show up? Yeah, Can I still I'm have still this? here. Yeah, like, is this okay? He's good. I, I'm is a that fan. good? <laughs> but yeah, Urkel's fucking dope. He's got weed. I'm definitely going to buy some Urkel weed. That's going to be huge. Yeah, you have to. And did you see Jay-Z and Beyonce are buying back DMX's Masters? for 10 million dollars, and they will give it to his 17 kids for free. Yeah,
1: my kids need those masters, what?
0: Somebody gotta feed them, wasn't me, what? DMX, I found it mildly outrageous that you have 17 children. I never wear condoms, lot of sex. That's a lot of children to sire. (laughs) Yup. I'm a good dad. Ta-da. I feel like
1: he was probably the worst dad and has nothing to do with the fact that he's DMX. I just can't see it. Mm. I just I can't see like DMX having a tender moment with a son, like teaching him how to ride a bike or throw Come a baseball on. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I love DMX. I played DMX in the gym all day today. Come on. Even with my young client <laughs> who's like 25 and doesn't even know who DMX is.
0: This is a teachable moment. Shit. That, yeah, that, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool one.
1: Jay Z did the uh, Hard Knock Life Tour, I think, was the one with Gee. DMX. And DMX was at one point as big as Jay Z. And then <laughs> Jay Z kind of just became Jay Z. And then he hooked up with Beyonce, and it was just Jay Z and Beyonce as like just this entity. And DMX kind of just like hovered in. That one, he was like really famous and then it kind of like leveled off and then he just sort of made 14 other albums that no one listened to. And then Mm. a couple, I think he stopped making movies. I don't think he'd done a movie in a bit, right? Besides that Fast
0: and the Furious movie. Yeah, I think he was doing like some straight to video stuff that nobody saw. That's sad,
1: uh, really. Because he's not a bad actor. Belly is actually a great movie. Yeah, Belly's cool as hell. I didn't have time to watch Cradle to the Grave, but I know that you'll be talking about that in reviews, and that's good too.
0: It was a piece of work, let me tell you. Did you get a new tattoo the other day?
1: I did not, actually. I was at the studio with friend of the show, Rian, and I had planned on getting a tattoo, and the tattoo artist was new, and she's at sacrament tattoo which is my buddy mike's new shop in medford go get a tattoo do it and hal is her name she's the apprentice and she's good but she mismanaged her time a little bit and we were i guess not clear enough in the booking or whatever and i ended up sitting there for several hours to get no tattoo and just watched Mm. rian get his that's kind of a bummer stinks because the first thing you learn when you get a lot of tattoos and you're with friends who do you don't sit for somebody to get a tattoo and even if you do sit for somebody to get a tattoo, you're definitely going to get one too, because otherwise it just
0: sucks. Yeah, that probably felt like such a waste of time. You're like at a tattoo parlor, sitting there waiting, not getting a tattoo. Well, it was probably enraging. It
1: was enraging. And yeah. it got to be like, we got there, we were supposed to be there around three. We arrived at quarter of three and there were two heavy set women getting tattooed ahead of us mm. who f- f- fi- come to find out didn't tip. So I'm like, she took these heavy set women who gave her okay. They gave her ten bucks on three hundred dollars worth of tattoo. So that's not even a ten percent tip. That's a five percent tip, yeah. right? Three plus. Th- it's no. It's a thirty percent. No, I don't know. This is embarrassing. I wouldn't Monty's even- like, I can't believe you can't get it. <laughs> but no. And anyway, they didn't tip. They left. She took Rion, He tipped really well, obviously. And then she didn't have time for me. And I'm like sitting there and it's like 5.57. And some man walked in and she was the only tattoo artist working. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. And he goes, I'm here for a six o'clock appointment with Hal. And I was like, oh no, he has an appointment. And I just got bumped. And I was like, and then at that point, I had to wait for Rion to be finished to drive him home. He's like, You can leave if you want to take an Uber. And I was like, I'm not going to leave you here. Yeah. It'd be like a $32 Uber. We're in Medford. Mm. Realistically, we're under 20 something, but still. Yeah. I was like, Fuck, all right. Yeah, that's super. And then annoying. I sat in traffic on the um, the, the Tap and Z. Not, what's the the levered connector right hey, there? Hey, that's like a we're, fucking We're going inside that. now for the bean, but. Yeah. That you know what I'm talking about, like coming back into the city from 93 North or yeah. 93 South,
0: right off Wall Street. Yes, correct? exactly. Okay.
1: Mark was in the middle of the road handing out thin patty burgers. How you doing? Hey, how are you? Have these thin burgers. But yeah, that's. But anyway, that's such is life. And maybe I'll go. And I made another tattoo appointment for June, just with uh, my one of my regular artists yeah. down in New Bedford.
0: I think we've mentioned this before, but fans, send in any tattoo ideas to Mm enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. If it's funny enough, Ank would probably consider getting it.
1: Yes. If you hit me with a good enough tattoo idea, I will get it. Mm. It's got to be good, though. So bring your A game and nothing racist.
0: Yeah, I was saying the other day, like... I was thinking if I got like the Madagascar penguins. That'd as, be a funny tattoo. It's my first and only tattoo. If like, you
1: get a tattoo, you have to get just one. Yeah, one, only one is much funnier.
0: I feel like nobody has that. Everyone gets yeah. The, I, the had, bug I
1: had one for a little while and then I got a second one and then I had just two for like five years. And then yeah. I was like, or I guess maybe it was like three years. And then I ended up getting,
0: I don't know, like 50. More yeah. Once you unlock the floodgates, it's yeah, just it's over. It seems to.
1: Speaking roar. of that, a lot of segues this week. He's back. Justin Bieber apparently his drug use used to be so severe that his bodyguards would check his pulse while he slept. Oh shit. Which is like, I he's been like squeaky clean Bieber for the last four years or so or whatever. Yeah. So it's hard for me to imagine that. And I'm not. And also, I'm like, is this like he just comes out with a new album and you feel page six feels the need to throw that headline out there just to kind of like throw sand on it.
0: Probably. That's sort of shitty. I like that that's the level you need to get to. Like Michael Jackson used to have to be like put Michael to Jackson. sleep through like a, some sort of a injection.
1: Propofol.
0: Yeah. And Justin Bieber's getting his pulse checked as he sleeps. That's when you know you've made it when like...
1: You have guys helping you get fucked up and making sure you don't die. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. interested.
0: yeah. <laughs> That's where you want to be, even though it's very fucked up and startling, obviously. That's interesting. Mm. I mean, that new album has some cuts. I'm a, I'm a believer. I think we're both believers.
1: I'm a believer, too. It's true. Hmm. What else you got for news?
0: Folks, I don't know why I didn't put this like right up top, but there was a new Fast and Furious trailer for Fast 9. Did you see it? i have not watched it yet i wanted to watch it on the big screen wow
1: so maybe we'll do that right after the break
0: yeah that's fair but i mean just like all the the other trailers it it looks incredible someone han asks dom how do you guys want to play this and dom's response fast awesome (laughs) like i'm watching the trailer alone in my house like applauding like, like yes. a lunatic, <laughs> like fuck yes 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 yeah this movie's gonna be great yeah i mean
1: we gotta check out that new theater in watertown the majestic seven Ooh, it's right down the street and it looks awesome so I'm that's gonna, i think we should go to that one for this
0: we're going there i'm bringing a branded bucket of coronas on ice <laughs> into the theater So
1: you can't bring that in here
0: fuck you you're not family you fucking idiot bitch But I mean, I loved how everyone online had like Fast and Furious fever when this trailer came out and it was completely warranted. I
1: I like that we're not the only ones who love it because it's fucking awesome. And I think a lot of people like to shit on it because it's like not Citizen Kane, Mm. but it's also not supposed to be. It's supposed (laughs) to be a fun movie about cars. So let it be a fucking fun movie about cars and just enjoy it. Like, yes, we like to poke fun at Vin
0: and it's hard not to laugh at him a little bit. But these movies are outstanding. That's part of why it's good. It's like all, it's all in there. Right. And they announced, they released the runtime for Fast (laughs) 9. I couldn't believe my eyes. I saw this and was just like, wow. The runtime for Fast 9, which is a movie that comes out in about a month in the theater is three hours and eight minutes long.
1: Ask any racer, any real racer. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning.
0: (laughs) Was that almost a near bevy spit? (laughs) Winning's winning. I need three hours and eight minutes to tell you the story of me and my brother Jacob Toretto and how the familia got fractured. Three hours
1: in the theater is tough. That's a long time. We may have to go to the Chestnut Hill Theater with the really nice seats.
0: Especially with previews. This is like The Irishman. <laughs> like We're going to have to make a whole day out of seeing Fast 9. How, was the Irishman I'm not complaining.
1: <laughs> was The Irishman three or four? Uh,
0: three and a half. Oof. Yeah, like this is approaching Irishman <sighs> length. This is six minutes shorter than Schindler's List, which I thought was a fun fact. It's pretty much the same movie. Yeah.
1: It's like they have so many parallels. Yeah, like
0: importance-wise. Right. It's basically exactly the same. And the Fast and Furious news, it was just, like, overflowing this week. I saw a story that said Vin Diesel said he was meditating in his Dom Shrine. He doesn't elaborate, but I need to know more about the Dom Shrine. Side note. And then he said John Cena walked in and believes Paul Walker sent him to play his brother in Fast 9. Oh. Vin Diesel is like a crazy person who's just sitting in this house that he calls the Dom Shrine. And like John Cena walks in and he's like, you know what? I think Paul Walker sent you here. This is destiny. Um, I'm a I like that. Yeah, it's, I want that to be a thing that's real. It's real. On Earth. Yeah. But it's so unfathomable. The Dom Shrine. Can we, maybe we call the chills on the Dom Shrine? Do a rebranding? I'm okay with that. I'll have to have a dom zone,
1: yeah. a dom shrine. For-
0: hey. We'll hit the NAS and do the whole thing.
1: Th- throw a few tanks of NAS on the wall. Fill the fridge with nothing but Coronas.
0: Yes, I'll just start drinking again.
1: <laughs> you already know I like Corona.
0: We'll both become busters. It'll be a whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that will. That can't miss. That's going to go really well.
0: Oh, and also, they at the end of the this trailer, they show Tyrese and Ludacris. In, like, a makeshift spaceship. Oh. And they're, like, roaring up into, they're in, like, a NOS-fueled spaceship made out of a car, roaring into outer space. This is real.
1: Is Lucas Haas coming back? Or Lucas Black, rather?
0: He is. They show him in the trailer. Right. Having a beer. He's part of the familia. He's probably only in, like, Bow one Wow scene. I didn't see Bow Wow, but I'm going to hold out hope for a Bow Wow Popeye. But I mean, that was like the big joke with Fast and Furious. Like, when are they going to get to space? And now they're like, we're we're in space (laughs) where Ludacris is roaring up. They're going to see like a CGI constellation of stars that looks like Paul Walker. It's going to be beautiful.
1: Did they recut it at all with all their time not releasing it? I feel like... Or is it the same untouched version that it was a year ago?
0: I don't know, but I feel like they must have done some tinkering. Right. How could you not with How like could such a not, right. big movie where it's like, oh, we got all this extra time to spruce it up.
1: I think it's going to be a home run. And oh, yeah. it's my anticipation is that it's just completely packed with fan service, like three and a half hours, whatever, mm. of just hits. And I'm wondering what trailers we'll get with it, too. That'll be fun.
0: Ooh. It's exciting. Yeah, movies are back. Turkey Boy Summer. The whole fucking deal. <clears throat> And I got one last news item. Carey Mulligan has been cast alongside Adam Sandler in a movie called Spaceman for Netflix. Is it a bit or is it? It says the film follows an astronaut who finds his life falling to pieces and he turns to the only voice who can help him, which happens to be a creature from the beginning of time. So they're going for like a Sandman. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a funny sci-fi movie. I'm in outer space. That's fun. Yeah. Carey Mulligan's having a bit of a moment. Mm. She's riding that uh, Promising Young Woman wave. And Sandler, he's a Netflix... He's good for like a couple yeah, he's Netflix movies like this a year. Locked in.
1: Mm. Um, Let's talk about shots.
0: I'm down. I have three. How many you got? Let me see. I think I only have two... Um, I shot The Nevers, that new HBO jaunt that's from Joss Whedon, and it'll probably get canceled, just like he is being at this moment in time. (laughs) 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 This show, it's like a period piece version of X-Men, but it's all women, and it's like a woke, steampunk piece of dog shit. That sucks. I hated it. (laughs) And I normally... I like some of his stuff, but this show is just like like oh, like a historical period piece with like weird action and some stupid stuff. He's guy. kind of a tubby
1: cunt, I feel like.
0: Yeah. And there's all these stories. He's evidently like the biggest cunt on earth and everyone yeah. hates working with him, so He is not a friend of the show. Yeah. The Nevers? More like the Never Watch Agains. Fucking gotcha, Whedon. Got him. You fucking piece of shit. What the fuck are you doing with this fucking female X-Men shit? But yeah, what did you shut?
1: I shut off a movie called The Swerve on Amazon Prime. Oh, shit. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it. It made it about five minutes. Kid swerved out of the room. As we discussed last week, there are way too many rideshare movies coming out. So I tried to watch another one of them called Driver X. It was
0: Oh, that one with, like, that guy who's on Better Call Saul in, like, the ninth lead? Yes. (laughs) I can't even remember his name or his character's name.
1: And then I shot off the new uh, Lena Waithe drama, Them, which is basically just, like, a stretched-out version of Us meets Get Out meets Pleasantville. (laughs) And (laughs) I hated it. And I'm just... I hated it.
0: That's so spot-on. It's almost fucked up. Yeah, like, this show...
1: It bit everything, from the other movies. And it's like, I get it. It's the, I actually saw an interesting tweet on an account that I follow. This is going to earn us some work woke points. Mm. The account is called Embracing Black Culture. And they have funny memes, so I follow it. Hey, now. Um, and as you know, I love blacks. Dope. Black people. Points, points, anyway, points, points. On the account, it said, can we ever stop... With the genre of, like, black people in terrible situations and, like, racism as a horror movie. Like, how about we just have a movie about black people having fun, like, Mm. on, like, every white show ever, where it's just, like, white people having a day.
0: That's a good point. A lot of these things, they are, like, a sob story. And it's like, yeah, I would like to enjoy this, but... How about like, we... race aside, you don't want to watch characters no. just get, like, brutalized, like, week after week. This
1: movie, liter-
0: or this show, rather,
1: there's literally the N-word drawn on their lawn, mm. like, bunch of little black dolls hanging by their necks. Yeah. It's, like, it's fucked up, and, like, I I'm, f- I'm just enough. Like, I don't need to see that anymore.
0: I watched the first episode, and I thought it was, like, very well done for what it was, but it's um, it's... The like Jordan Peele stink of it. Yeah, it's it's almost like a parody. Like first of all, it's called them, and it's so close to the movie he made called Us, where it's just like, is this like a like is he gonna sue you guys? We're
1: actually working on a movie called We, (laughs) where it's just the two of us down here in the chill zone watching movies every Friday, and like then we both get possessed. Yeah, but there's a lot of race stuff in there too.
0: Green light. And yeah, like it was good but yeah, like you're saying like I don't know if I'm going to watch all 10 episodes no. of this like I watched 6. Soul sucking like intense horror drama. And I have some notes about it,
1: but like I won't even go through them. But Allison Pill she's has good. like 77 like credits in the last decade literally. Mm. And in this uh show, she's just like so hateable. She has this like doll effect on her face she's yeah. like lifeless like black eyes like a doll's eyes
0: yeah that was the funniest part yeah like the all the women in the neighborhood see this black family like pulling into the house that just got sold they get out of the car and they're all standing there going like oh my god <laughs> Allison pill like faints basically it's you know yeah i it's don't like know. darkly funny it's i thought it was those... gonna be
1: great After the first one. And then I liked the second and third. And then it just kind of jumps off a cliff. They just keep hitting the same beats over and over again of like the mother, the father, and the daughter all see visions and have some sort of trauma.
0: And also, it's like too much. There's that going on. And also, their house is like haunted. And the woman's like seeing an apparition that was like way too scary for an Amazon show. Like episode
1: (laughs) four or five the father starts seeing some blackface guy and like Ooh. he's following him around and he's like, hey, mayor, sir. And he has like the full on-
0: Sounds like, scary. I'm goofy scared.
1: blackface <laughs> makeup with the white lips. And it's, it is kind of scary, but it's yeah. also just like very on the nose. And I don't know, it's just depressing. And like that's why I like, like a show like Black as Fuck where it's literally just like, Kenny Barris and his family having a great time and there's laughs and it's just a show because sometimes black people can just exist and they don't have to be persecuted.
0: Word. Woke. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we just got some points there. Mm. Made up for,
1: I think I said something homophobic like 10 minutes ago. Yes. About uh, Liberace or something. I don't remember who it was about. (laughs) He's bad. Hey, Boober.
0: But yeah, the, that's all my
1: shots though. You got any more?
0: That's all I, yeah, I think that's all I shot. Cool.
1: Well, my voice hurts. So let's take a little break and we don't know what we're going to watch yet, but I'll bet you it's going to be a turkey because it's one of those <laughs> weeks. But sometimes talking about a turkey is even more fun.
0: Yes. We'll folks, be right back. We'll be right back. Sick. Life is great. <clears throat> <scores> <scratching> Folks, wow, are we back? We just watched Shiva, baby. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on my pronunciation. I kept saying Shiva for reasons unknown. We watched the new Because movie. you're a
1: Gentile.
0: Yes, that's probably it. But yeah, this is the new movie on iTunes. It uh, You can rent it for a cool six ninety nine, Which
1: is good, not great.
0: Yeah. Price-wise. And it's also playing in theaters if you're around a theater that happens to be playing it. Ba, ba, ba. If you're
1: like in the East Village. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, good luck. <laughs> this movie stars Rachel Sennett, who is a, a rising star. She's on uh, ABC sitcom with... Is she? Who's that woman? Who? Who's Kevin Bacon's wife again? Kira Sedgwick. Yes, she's on a show called "Call Your Mother," starring her and Kira Sedgwick. Some other sidecars. It probably already got canceled, but she's having a moment. She's on that show. Sounds good. She's in this movie. Um, "Call Your Mother." Think this movie.
1: What did good. you think of this? I need your like true. Le- give me the letterbox number. Out of five. What are you going with? I mean... Because you know you got to put it in.
0: Scotty's going to probably give this a, a hearty three out of five, which I give to most stuff where I'm like, I liked it. I don't know if I loved it or... You're
1: secretly worried that like, I'm already forgetting her name, is going to see the review yes. and ruin your chances of getting her as a podcast guest.
0: Yeah. She's a turkey head. Rachel Senate. She's a good Instagram and Twitter follow.
1: She's, yeah. Uh, very funny. I thought it was a little too anxiety provoking.
0: Yeah, this movie, it's her going with her parents to a shiva of someone who just died, who she doesn't even know. And there's a bunch of people there who like her ex-girlfriend and a guy with a family who she sees in like an escort type capacity.
1: She's on one of those like sugar baby apps. Maybe. maybe where women can advertise themselves for I'm dancing around this, trying to stay woke. <laughs> it's a, it's a thing that exists. It's sort of like there's the, the real version of this is a thing called seeking arrangements mm. and women will put themselves on there or men and men will be often looking for a woman In a very particular arrangement. Maybe it's he's 70 years old and has lots of money and she's 30 years old and has no money. Mm. And they hang out and it's a very nice explanation of what that is, Yeah, is what that was.
0: But yeah, this movie, so they're at the Shiva and they just like run her through the ringer, like awkwardness wise. It's like she has to go through like countless... You know, weird exchanges with these people, and yeah, it was painful. It's funny for a while. I was like, "Oh, this is a good bit," but like, they, they maybe they tried too hard to like hit the anxiety mm. of everything. Towards the end, it's like, I get it. This situation is awkward. Right. Like, like, give like me some bits. This
1: isn't ideal for her. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Like,
0: it just kind of kept hitting that same beat over and over again. I was digging it for a while, but towards the end. This movie, I'm going
1: two and a half with this. It lost me with, like we said, it just kept going with the same awkwardness. Yeah.
0: And one of the things that sold us on watching it, it was only an hour and 17 minutes, but it felt longer. Because felt it felt like two. Yeah. Because it was just the same, like, it was like a short film stretched to a feature length. It's, yeah. I don't know.
1: Nah, it it had like a
0: good cast, like that guy Fred Malamed from A Serious Man played her dad. He was fun. Cy Abelman, for those that have seen a serious man, we push it a
1: lot. I feel like we've brought that up a lot of times. It's a very sleepy Cohen Brothers movie that you should
0: see. Masterpiece. Cy Abelman, legit one of the best characters in if film you're history. In the
1: mood for a Jewish comedy, which yes. is what this is. It's that that's a genre all unto itself. Yeah. Like it's like coined. Or started, I guess, by Woody Allen, really. What? At least in our lifetime.
0: Thank you for the credit. That was <sighs> Woody, what a what a mitzvah you're fucking this is. Creep. What?
1: You're a rapey creep. What? You're not welcome here in this Ch- chill Ch- zone. H- you're not welcome Christ.
0: here. My get out. Goodness.
1: Or I'll break your
0: fucking glasses. The unchill Ch- Ch- zone. The unchill Ch- zone. Malikid sheepers. Sun Yi, Let's get out of here. But yeah, this was like maybe the most Jewish movie ever made. Pretty much, yeah. Shiva they had the locks like, and the yeah, like they hit, to fish. Yeah, like they hit every too much. Jewish thing you could even
1: conjure. I thought it was well done. It was well acted. Uh, yeah, it was it's, good. You know, it's an in the same room for the whole... when one scene or one set for the mm-hmm. whole movie kind of movie, which is sometimes great and sometimes a little draggy but
0: yeah sometimes they pull that off And this movie towards the end i was like this movie has really all been taking place in this one room like we need to let's let's get out of here and stretch things out yeah oh meg is here oh hi baby meg you have
1: one chance to not be irritating she's already failing are already off the list (laughs) um hi maggie and we actually have another special guest ooh Lucy is in the house, and she wanted to jump on the third mic. Here to
0: gather, Meg. Get she's in here to get Meg. You can just leave her if she's not willing
1: to come with you. Um, what else did we watch? We watched. Are we watching? Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the gambler.
0: The gambler, and which is- keep in mind that
1: we just talked about Shiva Baby. It is on iTunes for six ninety nine. If you enjoy awkwardness, it's yes. like uncut gems. Mm. Is the comparison Scott found someone drawing with a review? Yeah. It's like that type of awkwardness, but like I wasn't as invested in her character as I was Howard Ratner's. I was kind of like, yeah, whatever happens to her, good luck.
0: Uncut Gems is like, it's awkward and you're like waiting for the violence to happen. This movie, you're just waiting for like more awkwardness Mm -hmm. to happen, but definitely the same kind of vibe. I get why people compared it. Yeah. But yes, we also watched The Gambler, which you can now watch on Amazon Prime or probably a number of other places. This is a, a classic James Khan 70s movie. I
1: loved this one. This was good. This I would give a solid four out of five.
0: Yeah, this was a great one. What was the other Khan 70s one we watched recently? or maybe i'm just thinking of some other 70s we've been the 70s dustin movies. hoffman movie yeah
1: straight time was a 70s movie we're classic. guys there, some, there was a third one though but, yeah. but the gambler is a movie that they remade with stupid mark Wahlberg. how you doing and i shut it off yeah and now i watched the original and i fucking loved it
0: so when you brought up watching this i thought for a second i'll watch the mark Wahlberg one and then I'll, I'll like pretend like I didn't know that this one existed. Ah, that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been fun. But instead, you got to
1: watch a good movie. <laughs> yes, this is a movie. The summary basically is: James Kahn plays a very down on his luck, awful gambler who's fully addicted to gambling, can't stop himself. In the beginning, he's already has like you know bookies coming after him for sports bets that he lost. Mm. And he goes to his wealthy family and has his mother loan him a bunch of dough. It's the 70s and he borrows like $50,000 from her. And it's like, so that would be the equivalent of what? Like $250,000 now? Yeah. And then he immediately gambles the money away and he like gives nobody anything. And it's so stressful, but like,
0: well done. Yeah. That's the best part about gambling movies is you're just watching someone make just the worst decision you've ever seen over and over again. And he's like what are you doing? Exactly. Just watching, just like, huh? And it's funny, like, he's approaching people he doesn't know who are playing basketball on the streets, like, let's play a game. I'll bet $20 on this. Like, he's just betting on anything that anyone will agree with him on or agree to bet on. Like Mm. And yeah, you can just watch someone like go way in over their head, get deeper and deeper.
1: And there's, it's easy to sort of forget how awesome James Conn is when you haven't seen him in anything in a while. He's never like I have a lot of actors that are like fully on my radar. James Conn has never really been like. We watched him in, um, Thief. The, the, yeah, Thief mm-hmm. is what put me on the put yes. us on the James Con kick. What I remember, That's yes. what inspired me to watch this. And like now I'm thinking, do I need to rewatch The Godfather? Like, do I need to no. rewatch other early James Con work? Yeah. Like I would even want to watch him again in Bottle Rocket because he's Ooh. awesome in that too.
0: I forgot he was in that. No. Yeah. He loves showing off his chest hair in these 70s movies. He's always wearing a shirt that's like five buttons down. That was sexy <laughs> back just... then. That was a thing. Yeah. That...
1: I'm like way too hairless for the 70s. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: Khan, the chest hair showcase. It's it's
1: on Prime, The Gambler with James Khan. I loved it. Yeah. And loved it's like, it. It's
0: like character actor heaven like paul sorvino (laughs) every like 70s i should have made a list there was a ton of guys everyone who popped up i was like this guy look at this yeah and also gambling movies wise i don't even know if you've seen this but there's a movie called win it all starring jake johnson on netflix directed by joe swanberg (laughs) great like indie gambling movie that i feel like no one besides me has seen it's very good like this same kind of deal where you're just watching someone
1: i'm adding it to my queue
0: yeah you would dig it
1: i think i like jake johnson and i'm and i want to know if i've seen this or not what's it called again win it all
0: yeah i think i've seen it it's good
1: i guess i'd yeah i watched it
0: and yeah, not to compare every movie to Uncut Gems, but this, watching The Gambler, I was like, this is like, this is what Uncut Gems takes The Gambler and like, just ups it to like, the oomph degree, or whatever you say.
1: Yeah, when it all was good. Oh. Whoopsie, excuse me. Um, Yeah, this, where you are, you're not like, fully rooting for James Caan in this either. Mm. You're kind of like, what an asshole. And it's like, clearly you had every opportunity in life and you chose to just be a gambling idiot.
0: Yeah. That's how I feel about James Conn in a lot of movies. I'm like, this guy's cool, but I don't think I like him. I think that's kind of his vibe.
1: Yeah. You're not really, he's like the bad boy, the, you're not really supposed to root for him. You don't root for him in Thief either. True. I'm a thief.
0: Also, it's weird that- (laughs) I wear $150 slacks. Yeah. Thief is incredible. Thief's like a masterpiece. Yeah.
1: Thief's great. That's an early Michael Mann movie. We discussed it a couple weeks ago. That's Mm. that's a movie that I was so off my radar until I heard podcasts, the Rewatchables, talking about it. And then I got in there, and it's solid.
0: So good.
1: Like Cod was saying, I think I need to watch Manhunter now.
0: Yeah, I want to watch that too.
1: I feel like that's something.
0: That's the movie. It always rubbed me the wrong way because it was made before Silence of the Lambs, and Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter and uh anthony hopkins is so good in that role it's just like i don't want to watch some other guy try to do this Mm. like get this out of here but i do want to watch it and uh, i forgot about i yeah because you
1: forget that it was a book right
0: Mm, yeah yeah and that's where like red dragon and what was the other one There was this manhunter silence of the lambs red Red dragon Dragon, and then there's a third one they do the prequel one that barely exists (laughs) And then there's probably another one at this point. I don't even know.
1: It's funny when movies do that. Like I had a discussion with a client the other day. He was talking about watching Alien. And then he was, I was saying how in my, in my head there was Alien, Aliens, and then a third Alien, and then Alien versus Predator. And I was forgetting like, Four of them that are like yeah. other like side prequel like yeah, like, like Prometheus, Prometheus and then Alien
0: Covenant um er, yeah. yes um it
1: made me laugh how I forgot like four of them exist yeah there's so many what else you
0: watch I mean I checked out the hot new Netflix documentary This Is a Robbery colon mm. the world's biggest art heist art heist. <laughs>
1: Was that a bit of ours, Art Heist? Yeah, like
0: Fart Heist. We had some sort like the, of he that. farted or? I think so. I don't know why you gotta. The fans love this. <laughs> when I saw the title. Us of, just
1: like hashing out old bits that only yeah. you and I know. Yeah. This is just like our own like personal recorded conversation. Yeah. Who cares? That we can barely remember. Yeah, that, it's not even, it's so inside it's gone above us.
0: Yeah, Slovakia gets it and they're loving it. I need a store bought cheeseburger. I was laughing when I saw the title for this, just seeing This Is a Robbery. What do you think of when you hear that? Those Pulp forwards. Fiction? Bingo. <laughs> Everybody be cool, this is a robbery. Yeah. I was laughing.
1: Hey, you fucking pricks move, I'm gonna execute every motherfucking last one of you.
0: What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you quoting my film? Thank you very much. But wouldn't um, he be an, an awful be podcast
1: guest? Whenever I've heard him on podcast, he just takes over the whole show. Yeah. He wouldn't let us get in a single word.
0: That would be funny. To I'd try love to, it, but... Us interrupting him to be like, okay, okay. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, we're going to play 90 seconds of a movie and talk over it now. So you can just, you know, be a masterpiece in silence.
0: Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, this is, uh, this is a robbery. Is the documentary about the robbery of the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum mm. here in the city on a hill. We, Which...
1: Lucy and I actually watched this Saturday or Friday, Saturday, and then we went, oopsie, and then we went to the museum on Sunday, and I'd been once before, but she'd not been, and it's it's very pretty, and right now, fun fact, they have a mm-hmm. a bloom of flowers, that the name escapes me, but they're only in bloom three weeks out of the year, so oh. if you want to go check those out, now is the time.
0: I love that you did that, because when I was watching this, I was like, This place looks classy. It's cool. I've never been there. It's so close to me. I want to be a museum guy who goes to museums and looks at classy artwork and thinks classy things. I
1: wore my blazer. Classy. And tried to look classy. Hell yeah. Lucy made fun of me and said, I looked like I worked there. And so <laughs> I walked dope. around with my hands behind my back like a security guard all day. And then I was doing this bit where I'd look at a painting and read the description and then start saying the description like I knew it already and was like That's good. being an
0: art guy. Yeah, like, Let me teach you folks about this piece. I was
1: mansplaining all the <laughs> art to Lucy and that got some laughs.
0: You see, the story of this piece here is...
1: It's... The cool part about the stolen paintings, because these guys—the documentary will detail this—and it's on Netflix—they mm. stole like half a billion dollars worth of art, and yeah. like, including like one of Rembrandt's only, re, literally Rembrandt's only seascape, and like a and this like vase from like Oriental China, and like all can you say Oriental in that context? Sure, I guess.
0: Woke woke points, Monty Lesno,
1: all like. And then they left, the cool thing about what the museum has done is they, I guess in the, I don't know if it's in Isabella Stewart Gardner's will or whatever, she said she wanted to leave the empty frames in the exact spots where they were and they are still there. I took a picture of one of them.
0: Yeah. Her whole thing is she had a thing in her will that said you can't change the museum in any way at all or you don't get any of the money anymore. I guess she left like a unfathomable cache of cash mm. that I don't know exactly when she died, but yeah, it's a place that hasn't changed for decades and decades. Like in I any way.
1: I, I did not know that part.
0: That's cool. Yeah. And I, I wonder how
1: she got her money. Do they explain that?
0: They didn't in the doc, but I'm sure that we could. Perhaps she was out. a sugar baby. Ooh, <laughs> could be not woke. Yeah. Um No, but that's the it's a cool museum. Yeah. And like watching this documentary, it, the first two episodes, I was like on the edge of my seat. Like, this is an incredible story. They got all these like side tangents. Like, I was loving it. And then, in classic Netflix stretch too long documentary fashion, episodes three and four are filled with filler. Like, yeah. They go on this whole tangent about like.
1: It got a little repetitive, is what I thought. They were just sort of talking about the same.
0: Yeah. And they do this whole thing about, like, whether or not the IRA was involved. And it's like, this story's 30 years old. And they just dedicated so much time to, like, a loose end that ended up being nothing. It's like, okay, delete all that. Like, let's just stick to the fun stuff. We don't need to go on, like, a tangent that just led nowhere Yeah, Lucy and me
1: were like, what's the IRA again? Yeah. And then it just made me feel dumb. And then I was... I was enjoying the like details of the robbery, like how they pulled up in a shitty Toyota and like they sat outside and people saw them and they had cop uniforms on and they tied the guys up with duct tape and maybe the Irish mafia was involved. Maybe the Italian mafia was involved. And like, there's just Boston in the seventies, eighties and nineties just seems like it's, it's, Believe it or not, Boston is is grittier than people realize now. Kid. As we discussed, like I watch the uh, police scanners on my phone, and oh, there's yeah. some stuff happening. Oh yeah, all kind of, all the time. People are stabbed. All All of kinds grid. of wild shit going down. It's not Chicago or New York, but yeah. But back then, it seems like it was even more so. Like you could literally do this type of a heist. Like this would never work now. No, you'd get shot. Yeah. And they're just you just wouldn't be able to get in the building. There wouldn't be like one door with no alarm on it that a guy could hold open for you.
0: Yeah, it seemed like a fluke where it was just like yeah. like the stars aligned and uh watching this I was like, I think I just solved this case. It was clearly Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner's characters from the town when they were teenagers who robbed the <laughs> Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. I mean, am I wrong? They roared in in the hockey masks, and they
1: beat the shit out of everybody.
0: We're going to make a CGI d aged prequel to the town that illustrates this happening. It's going to be a piece of work. We'll call
1: it, oh, I don't
0: know, The Artist? Yeah, The Precinct, The Commonwealth, The... Assault
1: on Precinct 13, maybe? Greenlight. Perfect.
0: Yes. Or it might have been The Boondock Saints. I don't know. I got a couple theories. I
1: this is The Boondock Saints... Ending of the end cap of the trilogy. Yes. But with Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner as the Boondock Saints.
0: Hell yeah. Boondock Angels.
1: Movie from heaven.
0: Brilliant. But yeah, like, there's too many Netflix documentaries that end with just no closure. Yes. I mean, we knew that there was, everyone knows this story and that they've never found them. They say it a million times in the doc that this is the biggest art heist in history. Like dough wise and importance mm. wise, as you were saying, like a Rembrandt, other priceless works.
1: They're never gonna find these paintings
0: yeah. ever. It's like they're
1: probably like in some Sultan's living room, two, you know, hundred miles yeah. farther than any or you know, I don't know, like very far away. Two hundred miles. Yeah, that's like New York. Whatever yeah, they're, whatever they're a happened, five hour drive away, Ryan.
0: Yeah. Whatever happened, I'm sure it was like it's very interesting, but too much time's gone by. I feel like we're never gonna get the story. Mm,
1: it's never gonna happen. So documentaries like this are in my mind just for fun. Yeah, like you're not gonna you're not gonna catch anybody.
0: Yeah, I I recommend watching like the first two episodes and then just like calling it because three and four kind of like left me very meh. Whereas mm. one and two, I was like, this fucking doc is hot. This is the doc of the year. It's we're a in the hot beat. one. We're on fucking Wall Street having Wall Burgers. Mm. But yes, that is this is a robbery: colon the world's biggest art heist now on Netflix. Oh, Get yeah, And I just want to mention it because it hit on demand. We did a full review a couple weeks ago, but the movie Nobody, mm. starring yep. Bob Odenkirk, you can now rent on iTunes. For or a nice nineteen ninety nine, dollars Nice healthy price point. Or go see it in the theater if you're safe and you have a theater, what have Just you. Just go anyway. It's fine.
1: Coronavirus is a
0: hoax. The movie rocks. It's John Wick, but it's Bob Odenkirk instead of Keanu Reeves. It's really a home run. It's got laughs, great action. It's I couldn't recommend a it. A much
1: more. more fun John Wick. Ooh.
0: And it's easier. Yeah, you easier. liked it more than me. I did, yeah. yeah. And
1: it's easier to root for Odenkirk than Keanu. Mm. And I like Keanu. I just like <clears throat> Odenkirk more.
0: Odenkirk's everyman relatability is off the charts.
1: Because he's a real everyman. He looks yeah. like people that you'd know. He's a dude. Right. On earth. He's not, as he quoted was quoted to saying, he's not like Jason Statham with his glasses taken off.
0: Yeah. Oh, mate, what do you mean? A Burberry coat, mate. you tied tired of my shtick. you fucking telling me you've had enough. You having a go? Can we watch uh, a little something? That sounds, yeah.
1: Is that something you might be interested in? Mm, sounds nice. I'm like trying to get it to sit here naturally and it keeps falling. The iPad was probably a better choice, but it's somewhere.
0: Folks, we thought we might watch 90 Seconds of Wedding Crashers with you. I'm going to put
1: the stopwatch on. We're going to
0: get into it. trying to read the situation. And all the while, you're just really wanting are we going to get hopped up
1: enough to make some bad decisions? Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Or, wow. ouch, ouch, you're on my hair.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. okay. Can, can you can you put that so we can't ouch, see ouch, ouch,
0: you're on my hair. Great okay. talk, hey, Janice. Great talk. <laughs> John?
1: Yeah, I gotta see you right away. It's important. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Oh, sandbagging son of a bitch. You got three really. Season, kid. <laughs> son just tossing a, a glass of water
0: we work visually as like you as vince and me as owen just mm. hair hairstyle wise <laughs> yes the, i'm probably going to do another photoshop with this for the fans
1: yeah i think we could just do one of us as different scenes from crashers and so we're done with the 90. oh wow wow and who's gonna be there to catch them Grab
0: that net and catch that beautiful butterfly, pal. What do you like
1: better? Most be fun go, movie of all time?
0: They really are very good Bingo. together. Go we talk duos. This is now. a good duo.
1: This is a duo for the ages. And they only ha- really have what? This? The internship? And then they did that. They did one more, right?
0: I don't think so. That's think it. Just yeah. That. And they-
1: that's 90 seconds of Wedding
0: Crashers. They talked for a while about doing a sequel to Wedding Crashers, but I feel like talk of that cooled. I feel like that's not happening anymore. I mean, I I need it, but it's probably not good. I mean, I can't imagine it would be good in in classic comedy sequel fashion. It would probably be a fucking disaster, but I would watch it. Me too. Well, thanks again
1: for listening to us, folks. Uh, I just wanted to remind you that... The best way to get in touch with us here at the podcast is the email. Enough oh, yeah. the podcast at gmail.com. Send in uh, ideas for a tattoo for me to get and yes. also maybe movies for us to review. Ooh. If you really hit it out of the park, you may get the featured review, which gets you wow. a Nuru massage from Mike Montero and his prosthesis. This is true.
0: And you're going to love it. You're going to like the way you look. What? What? Folks, we're on Twitter at Enough the Podcast. We're on Instagram at Podcast Enough. Did I get those backwards? Maybe. Either way, you'll find it. Find us. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. You can find Ank at Ankner and Ank underscore Fit. Pew pew. And why don't you check out the South Shore Boys, boys with a Z, doing a new episode tomorrow. I'm sure, it'll be fun, folks. I think that's enough.
1: Have a good one, man. Have a good one.
0: Bye.